welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. Chad caught me half yawn. Yeah, I try to wait till she's not ready. Anyways, um, we're picking up with day two of our Restless Devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. Also, just so you know, there's a lot of scriptures with this one. And so if you are following along, definitely encourage you to pause that and go read them all. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually like full chapters and stuff like that. So anyways, the scripture is Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. And it says this. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. The devotional says this, Yesterday, we established that the solution to our restlessness can be found in Sabbath-like rest from the sources of our restlessness. Tomorrow, we will look at how practically we as Christians do that in the 21st century. But first, we must look at what Sabbath is not for today's Christian. And the best place to start is the origins of Sabbath itself. When God handed down the Ten Commandments to Moses at Mount Sinai, he commanded that the Israelites rest on the seventh day of each week. This was meant to be a sign of God's covenant with his people. And of course, Sabbath was modeled after God's own day of rest from the work of creation on the first seventh day. In the Old Testament, the Sabbath was observed with strict rules and regulations. For example, the Israelites were prohibited from lighting fires, gathering food, and selling goods in the marketplace. And the punishment for intentionally violating the Sabbath was nothing short of death. Over time, the Israelites took the Sabbath to its most legalistic extremes, to the point in which, by the time Jesus came to earth, they even viewed healing on the Sabbath as a sin. When the Pharisees saw Jesus healing and picking grains in a field on the Sabbath in Matthew 12, they confronted him, calling out his seeming unlawfulness. Jesus responded by proclaiming, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. I love that. Signaling that a new covenant was here in the person of Christ. In Mark's account of the same events, Jesus is recorded as saying that Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. In other words, Jesus is saying that through him, the Sabbath is no longer a command of the law. Instead, it is a gracious gift of for the restless. What did Jesus mean that Sabbath is now for man? How practically can we take advantage of that gift? And how can we rest regularly today without making our rest legalistic and life sucking? Those are some questions that we'll answer in the final day of this plan. Yeah, um, I think just personally, something that really helps me with the rest and Sabbath is me it's, it's not like a, it's not what it does for like my physical body. It's what it does for like my mentality, like what's happened on the mental side. Cause I feel like I can rest my body. I'm, I'm down to throw on a TV show and watch 16 episodes and lay there. But for the most part, my brain typically is running all day, every day. I don't know if you all can empathize with that, but I don't, I have conversations with myself. I'm thinking about different stuff. I'm working on different things. I'm like, you know, I'm just processing a lot all the time. 
But what's cool for me that whenever I practice Sabbath is that it basically I'm telling myself I could be doing more right now, but I know that if I rest, God will still accomplish what he's put me on earth to do versus me having to force everything to happen. And that's just something personally for me is it tells me even though I could be doing more, Mm -hmm. I don't have to. And it puts that power and respect back, back on him to accomplish what I would try to do in seven days, what he can do in six, or we all know he can do in a lot less. But that's just something that really means a lot to me. It's even like with Chick-fil-A, like, yeah, they could make more money if they're opened on the seventh day. But guess what? They're going to honor God. And guess what? They're like one of the most profitable fast crushing food chains. It. Like they're yeah. crushing it. They're actually it's just, probably doing better because they're not. They are. Yeah. Won't he do it? Yeah. I actually have a couple different thoughts and I don't know if they're going to tie together very well, but I'm just going to like spitfire them. Um, the first thing I was thinking about in regards to resting in the Lord is the difference between like entertainment and engagement. Um, because I can entertain Micah with a TV show, or I can engage with him on the floor by tickling him and looking him in the eye and talking to him. And there's a different interaction there. And so I want to challenge us all on Sabbath. What does it look like to engage in rest with the Lord? You better pop. (laughs) You better pop off, girl. I'm sorry to interrupt. Wow. Yeah. You're preaching to me right now. <laughs> well, because I think it's so easy to just like numb out, right? It's like, okay, it's my Sabbath. I'm going to, you know, go binge watch 16 TV shows. Okay. But yet our brain doesn't turn off. We're not actually resting in the Lord. Like we're just trying to zone out. And it's the difference between like meditation of the world and meditation on scripture. Meditation of the world is to empty our thoughts Meditation on scripture is to fill our thoughts with truth. And so there's those differences where it's like, okay, are we going to just entertain ourselves away? Are we going to engage with God? Because I can rest in his truth. I can fill my heart with him. I can rest in his presence. Like that's the kind of rest that won't leave you restless. Like I know for me, just sitting there binging, we love it. Chad and I love a TV show. We're not even saying it's a bad thing. But I'm saying if we're going to practice Sabbath the way that God intended us to practice Sabbath, that means to engage with him, to fill our minds with his truth and actually sit with him, listen to him. So often in scripture, it says he speaks in the still small voice. He whispers things to the people who seek him with all their heart. And yet, y'all, he's not going to scream at you. Like, we actually have to sit in his presence. We actually have to, like, tune out all the noise. We actually have to tune out our thoughts. We actually have to tune into him to hear those things. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Man. All right. (laughs) I need to re-listen to what you said 16 times instead of going to watch that show 16 times. That was so good. Wow. Holy Spirit. Wow. Praise God. Um, you ready to pray something out? Wow. <laughs> Anyone else just like, am I the only one right now? Maybe, maybe it's because she was preaching to me, but let's, <laughs> let's, let's party. Okay. Let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the gift of rest in you. We thank you for the gift that you've given us in Sabbath. Father, I pray that you would illuminate what that means to us truly so that we can engage with you so that we can look 
that your glory, your face, Father, that we can fill our minds and our hearts with your truth, with your scripture. Father, I pray that you would just change us from the inside out, that we would go to the place where that transformation happens, Father. And we know that that's not Netflix, Father, that that's you. That's your word. Father, would you give us a higher level of conviction for our time so that we can steward it better? Lord, I just pray um, a special prayer over all of us that if we have any wrong views of what Sabbath looks like, Father, that you would um, just open our eyes to what you created Sabbath to do for us, for man, Father. What a beautiful gift. I pray that it's not a gift that we just leave in the corner wrapped up, Father, that it's a gift that we will unwrap and we will utilize, Father, that will bless our lives and in turn bless our families and our community. Father, I pray that this revelation would help us operate from your rest and not striving for peace that's never going to come from these things we're, we're looking at for peace. So Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that you've given us this instruction manual to live a more fruitful, peaceful life. Father, we just uh, pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was at perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and engage with the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs> I feel like you've said it. Arrivederci a lot. <laughs> uh,